0: I'm going to I'm just going to just go. I mean, I'm just going to do it. Okay. Right. I'm really scared right now, John. I'm scared.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I I got confidence I have confidence in you.
0: Today's show is brought to you by Mac Weldon, a New York clothing company who produces wonderful men's undergarments that perform and help you kick as much ass as possible. They also said we can swear, but I'm not like Lex. I'm not going to just Spew the obscenities, you know, even though Mac Weldon, when you wear their clothes, that's kind of the feeling you get because you're empowered. You get a swagger because of the antimicrobial. Yeah, you got a swagger. Yeah. Antimicrobial right. coating means there's not a lot of odor, which the past few days in New York has <laughs> been extraordinarily humid at like 70 degrees with 4,000% humidity. So it still feels like you're in like, you know, a hot box somewhere, like in a penitentiary or something. Anyway, Mac Weldon.
1: <laughs> you make it sound so good hot box in a penitentiary we'll talk more about it but in fancy underwear thank you mac weldon for sponsoring this (laughs) show uh i'm john wilson i have never been incarcerated
0: i'm john armstrong i have also never been incarcerated welcome to the hello siri turning this car around
1: I was kind of hoping you might reveal something there, um, about a code or something, or what? What? No, like about your past, like you know, maybe an incarceration.
0: Oh. No, um, I can't remember if I told the story, but I was uh, face down on Interstate eighty in the middle of Nevada at one point. Yeah, yeah, I think I shared yes. that story. You did like share. The, you did share that story. We'll have to find what I, 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 I was.
1: Seemed, <laughs> remember, I, I thought that, I just remembered there was a brush with the law, but I couldn't remember exactly what it was.
0: It was in, that was probably the most intense brush yeah. with the law ever that i've had um but you know we should just do a little bit of a follow-up on our slack recruitment um we've had some good we've got you know handful of folks here we're we're looking at yeah. about what five or six people uh and you're all and invited now they're, to join
1: another making demands
0: They starting to yeah which is good yeah um because yeah. then we know what the our audience at least our most devoted fans want that's right <laughs> if you want to get in <laughs> go to the trouble uh, yeah you have to send us uh, an email address you want to use, and you can send that at info at um, and we'll add you as soon as we can. Um, or you can hit us up on social media at TTCA Show, direct message us, or, you know, I think we've had all kinds of different ways that people have reached out, but um, it all works. We just add you to the thing and send you an invite, and then when you're ready, you join. We have two channels, you can just, General and you can just Go ahead. You can just roll over and nudge us. There's that. Mm. Um, Okay. Uh, So are you telling me that your wife was like, hey, add me to the Slack? Add me to the
1: Slack. (laughs) Or lover. I don't know. Like, hey, hey, babe, add me to the Slack.
0: Yeah. Like, I don't know.
1: You ever get one of those? Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) A Slack around?
1: Yeah. So, uh, and one of the requests was that we talk about what Apple announced this week. Which right. you know wrong show, but okay. we well, can do, sure. we can spend we'll definitely spend a little time about uh, on that because yeah. some of it I th- some of it is going to be very important to my family.
0: Uh, I think all of it's going to be important to me. Um, <laughs> uh, but but I think th- there's two things that I wanted to say. The first was that right before the show I I tweeted on my personal account at blurb on Twitter, hey no iPad no iPad Pro today <laughs> prediction <laughs> because so I have. True.
1: That makes 100% of the hosts on this episode uh, who have, who beforehand said that they thought that there would not be an iPad Pro today yesterday. <laughs> However. We were, and, and we were 100% wrong. Yeah. When
0: So I tweeted that. And Lex, bless his iPad bathroom floor heart, it was like, nailed it. And <laughs> yeah, then I yeah. told him to eat me. And so Yeah. Uh, anyway, so that's, the level of um juice that you know i personally have about apple product announcements yeah. but i have to yeah. say that ipad pro totally was the show i mean that the, the it, yes it's a surface whatever to pro i mean it's a, you know wait you're saying that
1: was the that was the biggest announcement of the show well
0: for me yeah uh, okay like, wow jeez. Mm, okay what Not do you think was me. the biggest announcement what was your
1: uh the the, the apple tv I,
0: yeah you know i guess so i think i think it remains f- to be seen for me like i'll probably yeah. get one but i've already got a ps4 uh here in new york i've got an xbox mm-hmm. 360 and storage in salt lake city and yeah craziness so anyway i'm not sure
1: yeah. like well if- okay so um i've been i've got a Second gen Apple TV. And so we've been, which we've been kind of struggling with lately because it just, it reboots up on its own mm. occasionally. Is that the big white and, and it one? It doesn't or the... really. No, 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 I've got that one too. I've got the original one, but this is the, the first generation of the little brick, black brick. Mm. Mm-hmm. I've I just have been dying for a new Apple TV for a while and holding off getting in the third generation because I basically, you know, knew that one was coming at some point, you know, w- which I've been thinking for like the last two years. Right. Uh, right. And now there's finally one. So I'm definitely jumping on this the moment i can uh but the the, the killer thing was was simply a de- the demo of multiplayer crossy road <laughs> that was I mean, pretty that, cool our, our we are we are deeply in the crossy road family oh, uh, okay. ensconced in the crossy road lifestyle in this family so uh that is going to be that's definitely going to be huge and i showed oh. that i showed that video to my son and he was just he was beside Done. himself yeah, ready. <laughs> so, Let's go. Fired yeah, up, right? They needed. They needed. Do, you know, it, it need not do anything other than that, um, but it does a whole bunch of other things. And I didn't read a lot about this, but I assume you can
0: use an iOS device as a controller, also. Yes. Yes. So you if can. you have an iPod Touch or an old yeah, iPhone, they
1: weren't or, clear exactly. I think for that game in particular, you need their app on iOS. To do it, so it's not like the controller, mm. not like the remote app for iOS acts as a controller for every game that you would download uh, on the TV. I think you still the controller part for the individual games is actually within and, the game on the oh, that, okay. on that device. So that's my that was my that's what what I got out of that demo. That could be that could be
0: problematic, right? Because unless you can share. You know, like if you purchase the app on your phone, w- would you have to pay an extra fee to then buy it on your Apple TV?
2: Or yeah, I think say, you. Like- I
1: think you would. I think, and that's you know, and I mean, well, first of all, Crossy Road is free to download, um, so not uh, really a problem. But uh, where? How do they so get many, you? so many? Well, the the Apple TV version may not be free, but they also they charge you for um. You know, they, they have characters character atoms oh, okay. to buy. That and many, sure. many of them are delightfully clever. Um, so, like, you know, it's you've seen you've seen the game. Uh, yes, I'm, I am. Yeah. I own mean, the it's game, basically it's Frogger. It. It's Frogger, but it's like it's it's a different. You, you're crossing streets and then there are streams that you have to jump on logs to cross and stuff like that, which yeah. I guess was in Frogger, too. But anyway, and and they have all these different characters. Um, I think the default is a chicken, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, And some of the characters change the look of the entire game. So, like, there's a Frankenstein monster character, and the whole thing goes to black and white with, like, a grainy, like, Uh, um, film effect. That's cool. Um, and then there's lightning and stuff. And it's, it's really, they're just, I think it's, <laughs> I've played so much of that game <laughs> and I'm quite good at it now, by the okay. way. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. They're the same, the same people who made the most recent version of Pac-Man. Uh on, uh, on iOS. That is also quite popular now. And I'm hopeful that that will also come too.
0: Okay. Uh, so, uh, how much are those like when you buy a character? What, the, what does that run? I know we're not talking about it's usually Deep like open. a buck. I okay, so just, I think it's just a buck. Um, all right, so here's why the iPad Pro was a big deal for me.
1: Okay,
0: uh, I like to sketch and draw, I love the paper app, but um, there's just something about using my finger that. It's like it's just not as precise as I'd like, yeah. First of all, second of all, the other stylus styli that I've tried, uh, styly stylus says styli styli. There you go, high lie styli, like Uh, high lie. Yeah, right, uh, (laughs) 120 miles an hour. Those balls get going, yeah, Um, right.
1: Killed some people got killed playing that game, right? Oh, uh, I think that's true, yeah, have to look that up, but I appreciate it's true, 100% true, yeah. Anyway, the, the
0: stylus that they showed um, it's, it's a little crazy at a hundred bucks, but Wacom's stylus is that much like their gnarly stylus, the um, 53's uh, pencil thing. That's crazy. That's expensive. And it looks like they've solved the latency issue, which, which is a huge, huge thing. So the other thing that I like is that there's an app that lets you pair up your, um, your tablet to your computer and it basically is like a VNC screen thing. But you you, bas- you turn your iPad into a Cintiq, essentially, a Wacom yeah. Cintiq. Yeah. And you can just sit there with your thing. So for photo editing, that looks awesome. For, you know, comping and sketching and stuff like that, it looks really good. Like wireframing, those things are good. But the, the other one is being able to travel with it instead of traveling with my laptop and having the laptop be our entertainment, that could be yeah. You know that could be the like. Let's get on the bed, everybody. Let's watch a movie, and it's not right. horrible. Like it's right. Still well, and that's the thing. Giant. That's the
1: thing that I wanted. I wanted it. I basically wanted it as a TV. Um, and so I'm mildly interested because I don't have any interest in the drawing component of it, uh, and I have less. I probably have less interest in the in the business applications component of it. Right. Uh, I mean, I like the idea. I mean, I like the fact that it you can get to. Well, basically full sized apps going at the same time that's kind of cool yeah, and i i could i could definitely use that in my writing work uh, but uh, in general i don't i don't need that any more than i you know it doesn't add much value to me above my macbook air and my my right. ipad air so I th- do
0: you think that this is this device is meant to sub- supplant the ipad air
1: or excuse me the uh, macbook air um I think it's I think it's kind of yeah I mean the iP- the MacBook Air will eventually go away because it's not retina. Um mm, so they're sliding they're- up they're sliding up with the iPad and then eventually they will slide down with the MacBook. You know, right now the MacBook starts at 1300 bucks and that okay. one is a little bit underpowered. Um it's got I mean it's got a decent amount of RAM and a decent hard drive but I think the processor is like 1.1 uh, is this the um, Air
0: Retina, or you're just the, the, Mac the MacBook? N- no,
1: the MacBook, the new MacBook. Mm. Um, that oh, is, oh, that, oh, is, oh, that, that b- is Retina, the super thin thing with the with the weird right. keyboard and trackpad. Yeah, um, that some people don't like. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that will eventually be what you know fill the niche that the Air fills right now. So you think so that, this okay, so, so this okay. thing starts at this thing starts at 800. The MacBook Air starts at 900. The MacBook MacBook starts at thirteen hundred. the The MacBook I think will slide down, and the air will get squeezed out of the middle there. Like, yeah. mm mm-hmm. it. And just, <laughs> <coughs> yep. I want to. I want to play with one.
0: You know, but, I mean, it's it's because I would buy the pencil, I'd probably buy the keyboard, uh, or another key. You know, a competitor's keyboard. Yeah, so that's that's not a cheap purchase. That's no. like a twelve to thirteen hundred dollar purchase. Yeah, and the and, stu- the base
1: one only has thirty two. Gigs of memory, uh, which storage, is which is ever. not quite enough, really. Mm-mm. I mean, um, and then, but then me, it not. really jumps up, right? Then it's like
0: sixty-four, one hundred twenty-eight, and the one hundred twenty-eight is only marginally. I mean, you, I would take that hit in a so, second.
1: Well, it's, it was nine fifty. I mean, nine fifty for the one hundred
0: twenty-eight. Is not, that with? Is not, that the un, cell that's not or just the Wi-Fi?
1: That's just the Wi-Fi. Yeah. To get I th- cellular, you got to go up to uh, thousand eighty I no. did that. I
0: did I had an iPad 2 that had the cell thing. And I liked it, but I didn't use it enough to warrant I never yeah.
1: I mean, given the fact that I carry a cell phone with me all the time and it has I could tether it. Yeah. There, to me there's really no extra value to that $130. Yeah, the tethering's got I've I've
0: been sitting on a plane waiting to, you know, like board or whatever and realized that I didn't download the crossword or a magazine or whatever for next issue, and I can quickly tether, download what I need for the flight, and mm-hmm. then, boom. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the phones look great. I mean, I'm a photographer person. I love photography. The The photos look amazing. A 12 megapixel photo, like, mm-hmm. uh, that's that's crazy. I bought a camera in, what was that? Was that 8 megapixel? I can't remember. I have a Canon 5D that I bought in, like, 2006 that I think was 12 megapixels yeah and you know that you can do a lot with 12 a 12 megapixel yeah. image Like yes. m- most people <laughs> the biggest print you'd ever print and that gives you some ability too and you'd still get a nice shot um so you know i think that 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 that's a compelling use case for me because i I use the phone i shoot photos all the time i probably shoot 20 a day 30 a day just walking around yeah whatever most of them are throwaways but you know i shoot all the time so the phone was compelling in in the camera area but i just don't know if i want to like throw down again because i really like this my my six plus
1: I love my 6 Oh, plus. you have the 6 Plus, okay. I do, and it's the best phone I've owned by far. Yeah, yeah. By I mean, million, yeah, I mean, there's no, not necessarily a need. It, depend, it kind of depends on your plan, too, and that was kind of the interesting thing for me, particularly given the fact, you know, that we have talked to Hank about getting a, his own phone for middle mm-hmm. school, because he started middle school yesterday, and all, no. you know, the other kids all have phones, uh, and uh, you don't want to be uh, the only kid without oh, a phone, no. oh, so... No. Yeah. So that's probably going to happen. And what, what we'll probably do is, um, I'm on like Verizon's upgrade plan, but I think I'll slide off of that and I will give him my phone. And then Karen and I, Karen's still using an iPhone five. So she's been waiting to go off, uh, you know, to pay that thing off with Verizon. Cause she was not on an upgrade plan. She was on a, you know, like an older, an <sighs> older plan. So she and I will both move over to, The Apple thing where you buy, you get the phone and you get into a 24 month contract to pay it off. Right. So it's a lease, it's like, it's a lease, but you can hand it back in at the end of 12 months and get the new phone next year. And they wipe off the, as long as you're turning it in, they wipe off the the other 12 months of your, of your contract. So you, you can get a new phone every year. And so that's pretty sweet that is pretty sweet if you're a person and you get and it gives you i mean it makes sense if you're going to get apparently the way it pencils out because glenn fleischman did this, <laughs> did, this did the math, sure. um and the way it pencils pencils it pencils out correctly if you're going to get apple care right that that um, extra hundred bucks or whatever it is yeah so that's basically baked in yeah and then you can and you can get a new phone every year um it's not quite as attractive if you weren't going to get apple care plus
0: uh i always do and you know, yeah, what? I don't I, think I, I've ever needed it, but I always, did.
1: I didn't, I mean, I didn't get it, but I, but I got like some, I got Verizon's yeah coverage, whatever, whatever the thing was, which was like, which was cheaper at the time. It was like, you know, it was like 70 bucks as opposed to a hundred bucks or something when I got this phone. So, um, but yeah, but I think it's, I think it's a good idea. I mean, these, you know, like <laughs> they, <laughs> yeah, it is. It dropping these, th- you know, I've seen yeah. so many people carrying around shattered oh, yeah. phones for yeah. months on end that it's yeah. just, it's stupid. And
0: so what I did, uh, I was jumping up from a 5 to the 6 plus. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time I'd gone that long. I, I was a upgrade every year person. But the 5S didn't, I mean, Touch ID I wanted to see. You know, because I wasn't sure if that was going to be a uh-huh. gimmicky thing or it was going to work well. So, you know, works awesome. But... I just, it, there wasn't a big, uh, compelling reason for me to upgrade. I did not like that five. Like, there were issues with it. Um, so when I upgraded to the six, the whole experience for me just changed. Yeah. Uh, great. And what I did was I did at ts next plan. Right. What you do is they bill you a monthly fee, and it's like so many, it's like 18 months, or what? there's different, you know, tiers. But you can pay it off at any time. And so I got a freelance check, and I just bought the phone outright. Because it's oh, okay. cheaper to do that than it is if you if you amortize the payments out. You're paying a lot more. Like, the, if you just buy the phone, you ask what the retail cost of the phone is. It's a lot cheaper than what you're paying in a lease or a, um, like yes. an AT&T next, sure. you know, whatever. Because you're, right, cause you're right. financing it. And so, yeah. you know, you're floating the cost. So f- I think for like two months I paid the fee and then I got that check and just bought the phone. Yeah. And now I have a now I have a something that when I do my next phone you know I can turn it into an iPod iPod. Well that's the, touch yeah. and you know keep it. It that's the one thing
1: about the turn in plan that I don't like or that, you can sell it. <laughs> true. <laughs> and and basically and practically pay for I mean yeah. well it used to be that you could sell the old phone and yeah. pay for the new phone. Right. Um, so you know when you were on that yeah when you, when you were doing it like every other year. Um be, probably can't do that now the the way i mean yeah obviously you can't do that now but you still get a decent amount for you you get more than you should get more than half the cost if you sell
0: every year i like holding on to them because yeah i you know yeah i know things right right things Um, well that's
1: the thing and now that i've been on this this verizon plan where i have to turn the phone in every year i've been kind of (laughs) it's been kind of a pain because i you know like if i want to test the new operating system I don't have a thing i don't have something lying around that i can put on and now i now i usually kind of wait until i feel like oh yeah you know it seems like it's stable enough that i can put it on my my day-to-day phone or my ipad
0: okay we're gonna take a break right here to talk about mac weldon yay friend of the show and one of our favorite sponsors primarily because they gave us money to buy clothes (laughs) (laughs)
1: That goes a long way. It does. But also because they make awesome fucking underwear.
0: (laughs) I think that's the thing, right? It's one thing to get sent stuff. It's another to be like, holy shit, this is awesome. Yeah. Um, I'm still, the t-shirts are holding up great. The socks, by the way, so the weather, it got a little cooler. And I tried the socks. And those suckers are like, they go all the way up. They're like almost knee socks. (laughs) They're so tall. It's been years since I've worn socks that tall. So... Whatever size you are, I'm a 6'3". I had no problem getting those suckers up. And they're warm, they're good, they're heavy-duty, super stretchy. They've been through the laundry, awesome. They're actually pretty warm as well. I'm kind of looking forward to winter because I will be fully, Mm -hmm. you know, calf-protected. The antimicrobial thing is working great, too, with the humidity. I walk to work and, oh, God, like you take off your backpack and you're just like this drenched. You want to change clothes, basically. But... (laughs) because of the antimicrobial thing, which in my case works. I don't have the like nasty, stenchy, um, body odor. Yeah. I don't know that it's a hundred percent, but it's very good. And, um, and the shirts are super comfy too. Uh, and, but I wanted to ask you about the underwear.
1: Yeah. Uh, Go how's ahead. that holding up? <laughs> Great. Waistband. Good. It's really, it's, it's super. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, I haven't had it that long, but, I, I was so I would expect it to, to hold up fine, um, but super comfortable. The one thing that I noticed about it is, um, <laughs> you know, t- re- revealing too much about my my personal. Mm. So I so, see, you know, I like I will, I will in the morning get up and put on yesterday's underwear because I will at some point will work out and then shower at night. Mm. So I, re- when I wear, when I wear garments, I mm. wear them from like, you know, maybe. Um, one o'clock in the afternoon i will put them on after a shower after working Ah, out and then wear them until the next day at one o'clock yes you know you know taking them off to put on my pajamas to go to bed so i don't wear them while i sleep um and when i do that i when i slide into those puppies they're it's like you're sliding into a like a perfectly clean pair whereas other other underwear are kind of like okay you've worn them a little bit they're kind of loose and you know, and um, even yeah. like the boxer briefs, like the legs are are hanging off you instead of being yeah. tight yeah. to your leg. Whereas a, the Mac Weldon ones are just like they're right nice. on you, just like just like they were they were perfectly out of the wash. So, nice,
0: yes. Okay, they have a guarantee apparently, or a a deal. If you buy a pair, just one, like if you say here, I'm gonna test this out. I'm gonna buy a pair of underwear. If you don't like it. They'll just give it to you. They'll refund your money. No questions, which is insane to me, but that's what they're doing. And then because uh, they love you, they love us, they have given listeners of the show a 20% off coupon code, which is CAR, C-A-R, that's capital C, capital A, capital R, for a 20% off discount at purchase. And it's awesome. Like I have to say, I was very skeptical and I have been proven wrong. I love those t-shirts; they're fantastic. Mm-hmm. Socks are good too. Yeah,
1: some of the t-shirts I haven't worn yet, just because they, they're—I've bought them to go under long shirts, long sleeve uh, shirts that I have. Yeah, and so I'm—I'm I'm definitely looking forward to that. But the—the the white one that I got, oh my god, it's so great. Yeah,
0: it's fantastic. They're you great. feel
1: like you feel like a million freaking dollars in those in those things. It's
0: like uh, Don Johnson, Miami Vice, <laughs> Bam. That's that's it. When you're like kicking ass, taking names, and shooting yep. people.
1: <laughs>
0: Mac. Well, they they don't condone violence. They do condone swearing, though. Thank you to them for sponsoring Absolutely.
1: our show. Yes. Uh, okay. So, uh, something that came out today. I don't. Know, I don't know if you had a chance to see it, but there's a trailer out for uh the documentary about Back to the Future.
0: Oh, it, so who is doing this?
1: Uh, actually, I don't know who's Is doing Is it an in, like an
0: indie thing? Is it the studio? Is it the dire- you know, the original director or what's uh, the,
1: let me, let me get the, uh, hang on a second. It was in Apple's, um, trailers thing. Uh, oh, I can't tell. I can't tell. I, I mean, I can't immediately tell who's doing director Jason Aaron. Okay. Sound, that name sounds familiar. Um, but it looks, it looks delightful. Um, mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to seeing it, and I had not seen that movie in quite some time. I know we've talked about that movie previously uh, as a viewing thing for kids, and there's apparently a lot of swearing and also mm-hmm. <laughs> sexual assault going on yes. in in the movie. Um, so a little bit touchy. Not necessarily. Yeah, um, maybe more of a teenager movie than a than a young kid movie. Um, yeah, even definitely. though it seems like you know in your mind. Uh, that it would be fine for kids. It's not necessarily. Uh, but after watching that trailer, I started, I started, <laughs> I got on Apple music and started listening to no! Which I hadn't done in quite some time. And it was just, <sighs> I was just kind of laughing to myself. Um, you know, but some <sighs> of the songs, the songs are really fun. Here's
0: you know, the thing about the-
1: there's not a lot to them, but they're really, but they're delightful in a way. So, I think that Sports, the
0: album that, like, exploded them, just insane amounts of explosion, I think that, in a way, I don't think it killed them, but it was sort of like, where can you go after that? Every song, almost every song on that album was huge. Huge. Didn't matter. Like, like you know, the, the Ghostbusters theme ripped off One A New Drug. They sued him, by the way. They sued the uh, Ray Parker Jr. or whoever, to, because he ripped off the dun, 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 the baseline.
1: Oh, is that right? Yep. <laughs> I,
0: didn't, I did not even remember that. And I played that for my daughter uh, um, a couple months back. And she was like, I know this song. It's Ghostbusters. And I said, no. It's so I Want to Drug by Huey Lewis <laughs> I was giving her like a, a sort of early 80s jam, like the Cars and some other stuff. Anyway, so th- I saw them on the sports album tour early. Yeah. Before, I yeah. think.
1: So what was a, year was that? That
0: would have been 84 four I think. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, that's, that's they put on a show. I mean that was a fun yes. show.
1: Yes. I because I saw I'm pretty sure that's the that's the tour that I saw too. Super tight. Um and yeah. So uh, let me see if you remember the same thing. Cause I, I saw them in New York City on the pier. I don't remember exactly what the venue's name was, but it was down it was on the water in the summer. Um I think Chelsea I Piers? was like after my first or, first year of college. Um uh, maybe, I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I probably have the ticket around here somewhere. <laughs> oh my God. $10. <laughs> like, such a hoarder. Um, yeah, right. Which probably seemed like a lot, but, uh, and they start, they started the show, the lights go down and they, they have that, um, heartbeat. Yeah. Um, which, which song is that? Heart of rock and roll is still beating. Heart of rock and roll. Heart of rock and roll. Yeah. Heart and then, uh, roll. and yep. then it comes, the, the lights come up and you know, like spotlights go flying up in the air all the lights come up. They're standing there on the stage, the lights shining on them. And, and he goes in and he goes in, we're in New York and he goes, New York, New York isn't any other place. Um, so oh. it was really, they put on an awesome show. They put on a really great show. And uh, I, had, I can, and it was funny just like listening to that music again. I was right. I just felt oh, right, right there. I mean, I remembered, I remembered yep. that moment. So it was pretty cool.
0: I was in a, I was in a, a band, a rock and roll combo. Uh, in, um, (laughs) high school and early college, I was in a lot of bands in college, but the, the band that like my senior year of high school and into my freshman year of college, we covered, uh, working for a living, which was off off of one of their earlier albums. And I'd never even heard of them. I think I'd heard them once on the radio or something. I knew of them, but we, we started covering that song. And it was like, whenever we played that song, it was an instant, everyone's dancing everyone's dancing on that with that song like their songs were great party fun time you know just we're having a good time we're gonna play this song and they seem to have a sense of humor about it too Huey Lewis is a funny guy he's like he was on Mark Maron's podcast uh, a while back really interesting show because Huey Lewis was around like he was back you know he's an older gentleman and (laughs) he's got a history of of being around like the yeah, sixties rockers. Like right, he was there. Right, he
1: was like a he was he was in a bunch of bands. Right.
0: Yeah, and I can't. There was somebody famous he played with. Anyways, really fascinating history. If you're a Huey Lewis yeah. fan, but back in time, <laughs> Huey <Hugh> Lewis Apple <laughs> Music. Oh, Apple Music. Okay, Apple Music is awesome for kids. It's having yeah. to be able to say to Siri, "Play this," and it just yeah. does it.
1: There's like, there's one, so the terrible thing is there's one song that Hank really likes right now, um, which is kind of funny. It's, it's the, it's the end song from office space, Um, uh, shove this J O B. mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. and, uh, he just thinks that's hysterical, obviously. And he always wants me to play it, but it's not in Apple music. (gasps) It's not in their cat. It's not in their catalog. (sighs) And I had it. I mean, I have it probably from my Napster days. Um, and but the problem is when you sync up that stuff, um, yeah. it won't, you know, it, it won't recognize, if it doesn't recognize something, it's out of your, you, you can't put it in like your playlists anymore or the playlists won't oh, sync oh, oh. through Apple music is what happens. So, you have iTunes and match? I don't, I no, I don't have iTunes match. So I have Apple, I do have Apple music, but I don't have iTunes match. If you do iTunes um, Match and you fix your so anyway, your ID3 so tag. so he's constantly he's he's off he he will often request that song and I can't now I can't play it for him anymore.
0: <laughs> okay, so fix your ID, fix your ID three tags or whatever the tags, and sign up for a iTunes Match. Just do it for a year and see what happens. I'm telling you, it's okay. awesome. Are you loading
1: like, Apple Music right now?
0: Because you're I am not. Because you're you're am I glitching out ro- robotic. Uh I sound robotic. Anyway, hold on. Yeah, is this any better?
2: John, John, let me interrupt you for a moment because this is it, finally! It's opening week of the NFL regular season. Last chance to join FanDuel before opening weekend. Fantasy football is exploding. Everybody is playing. This is the best way to do it. Fantasy football is not just for the huge sports nut anymore. It's for the every fan. Anyone and everyone can play on FanDuel. FanDuel is the leader in one-week fantasy football with more winners and more payouts than any other site. They're paying out over $75 million per week this football season. That's what John Moltz makes just from his website. But building a team is easy. Just pick your players, stand under the salary cap, and sit back on Sunday and watch your team win. Entry fees start at $1. Anyone can play. So you go to FanDuel. I've done this. You set up your team. You can enter any kind of tournaments, uh, any kind of one-on-one matchups. You can play in this. I'm in a massive opening Sunday tournament. I've got Sam Bradford starting. I've got the Philadelphia Eagles defense. And then I've got a variety of other players, including former Eagles. I've got Jeremy Macklin. Uh, I've got uh, LaShawn McCoy. So we'll see. Hopefully all these players are going to. Do pretty well. I'm excited. I'm pretty sure I'm going to win um, hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, opening weekend. I hope so. Um, and I will tell you, I have used many fantasy football sites and FanDuel unequivocally, and I say this with full sincerity, far and away the easiest, best, most uh, intuitive site to use for building out your team. It's very, very painless. Um, and it was actually kind of fun having to stay under the salary cap they set. Um, because you have, you can't pick all number ones because you're gonna run out of salary cap money. Um if you built your team for week one, let me know who's on your squad on Twitter. Hit me up at LexFry. You can use the hashtag Fanduel is back. Go to fanduel.com. The first thing you have to do is click the microphone in the upper right hand corner. Here's why. If you put in our code turning and then sign up. So you go to FanDuel.com, click the microphone, enter our code TURNING. New users, for every dollar you deposit, FanDuel's is going to match it up to 200 bucks that gets earned as you play. That's a bonus of up to $200. The offer is only good for the first... 50 people that use our code turning today don't forget to use the code turning so fanduel.com f-a-n-d-u-e-l.com hit the microphone offer code turning they're going to match a dollar for dollar up to 200 bucks every day is a new season at fanduel.com our thanks to fanduel for sponsoring turning this car around boink
0: mm-hmm. Lex, drive. great job lex oh, <laughs> we didn't even mention he wasn't part of the show this That's week right.
1: <laughs> he's just listening he's very quiet
0: it's super quiet. He hasn't, um, when we go off on these little crazy old guy tangents, like, you know. Yeah,
1: but he's got, he's got nothing to add to this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I have to say, Apple, so I did iTunes Match. I've been an iTunes Match person since they launched it, and it's awesome. Like, it's fantastic, because even if you had a shitty rip from, you know, the early 2000s, <laughs> they would right. replace it with a nice 256K. hmm And, yeah. uh. Which is good enough for but, me. I don't have any audio, audio file equipment. You know, no, I do not. Pristine, yeah. Marco Arment approved.
1: What, <laughs> <laughs> what did you, what did you, uh, what was your rig back in the day? I had, a, uh, I had a Technics, I was Technics for the most part. I think I had a Sony tape deck, though. Um, see, so
0: here's my little geek, not even geek, like nerd cred, is that when my my brother worked at Radio Shack, he was a store manager. Oh. and so he would get like <laughs> returns and you know uh. stuff and tell me about sales <laughs> so i bought my first 10 watt receiver for 50 bucks and it had like a spinny dial that when you tuned the radio it would like float you know like um like on an ipad when you or a, a ios device that you touch it and you like fling your finger yeah. and then like zzz, yeah. and it slows down that's yeah. what it felt like with that knob it was like a really nice feeling knob like very expensive feeling knob and so i bought that for 50 bucks took my dad's um costs whatever whatever open air they were awesome headphones um and those are my like primary listening then i bought a turntable and then i bought an eq and the eq changed everything the eq made it so i did not need to buy another stereo for i think i finally got rid of that thing like 10 years ago or something like that no you know what Maybe it was last summer going through or Tuesday. Oh shit, when was that? 2013, going through my mom's house. <laughs> I, I tossed it. It was still there. It was still there and I tossed oh, it. Man. Or I didn't, I t- took it to Goodwill, but um, yeah, so it was all realistic forever. And then I had a, then, and then I bought like for home theater, I bought a, a, a Sony and I had both okay. speakers. So I did upgrade eventually, but that was my first for, and that got me through college, you know, first job. That became the my uh, my little home studio amp for playing music back, and but but yeah, so that was me. Like oh yeah. Akai Akai tape deck, great.
1: Oh, great I deck. think that's what I think that might be what I had actually. Yeah, sweet. Now that I think about it, yeah. So the I think it was pretty good. My so I had the Technics SA eighty. I think mm-hmm. is what the receiver was. And I still have. I actually have my second. I still have my second Technics turntable. Which which one? I think it's kind of broken. Um, (laughs) I can't remember. I can't remember which one it is Um, because, like a few, you know, when Hank was a baby, he saw it in the basement and he wanted to (laughs) wanted to know what it was about. So I got I got it out and I you know and I kind of just let him play with it. Um, Oh no! um, Oh no! Yeah, and I think it's I think it's I think it's kind of trashed now. So. (laughs) uh, I just got. I, mean, I, you know, I should probably should just get rid of it, but you know I, you don't know let your
0: kids play with your your vintage <laughs> stereo gear, I think is the lesson learned there today. true yeah uh, um i have I have a box of vinyl records that like it's it spans like there's n- nothing hip in there, but there are artifacts <laughs> of time, so like Elton John's greatest I've got heads, some I've
1: got some right behind me actually you
0: know, like uh r e m murmur final
1: oh yeah yeah yeah
0: uh who else let's see donald fagan the nightfly i love that album um uh, dire
1: yeah i got dire Straits here yeah and um this is just this is like a couple. tom Petty and the heartbreakers long after dark
0: that is a sweet looking receiver
1: holy cow I it, yeah i got a whole box of vinyl someplace else yeah i mean that was that was the thing that you spent your money on back then right yeah i mean you yeah. you know now people spend their money on iphones and right stuff but you know i i bought that um god i mean it i forget how much that stuff was it was not it, just, cheap. it was expensive yeah they're expensive yeah um and my dad loaned me the money and i i worked it off um doing stuff around the house basically to pay him back and right. I got, so I had, I had a, I had I got the receiver and I got some of it at different times. But I got the receiver, the turntable, and then a tape deck, I think I got later, and some ADS speakers. And that stuff really kicked ass too. I mean, you, you, you know, we used to play stuff really loud. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. was the thing. Um, you
0: had to. I mean, yeah. And you know, then you had to rock it. You, if, you, <laughs> that was, if you couldn't <laughs> rock, come on. That was the way you demonstrated your like awesomeness. How loud your stereo could go, right?
1: Yeah, because I remember when I went to college and I had a roommate. We we had like a we both brought our stereos, and then then we had a we had a uh, a, like a contest, and I think I won that.
0: Oh man, I would have I would not have won that. My freshman roommate had, see, he got he had like a Pioneer receiver, but he had Serwin Vega speakers that were gigantic. They're like fifteen inch woofers. It was crazy. It was ridiculous. Like we could we could we could have had a dance party, no problem. yeah
1: they don't they probably do i mean i know they have this they still have this for like car stereos um which i find crazy but you know they where do you go now to like stand in a room and listen to the stereo yeah and listen to the speakers and and the sound you know they always they had those places where you go and there'd be like a soundproof booth that you'd stand in and you'd say i want to try that one and then they would play it for you
0: i don't you'd have to go to like a audiophile place
1: yeah, I guess that's where. I guess that's. Like, there's got to be those places still. Oh,
0: is it Magnolia or is that what they're called? Like, yeah,
1: the... yeah. So there's there's still Magnolia Hi-Fi around here.
0: Yeah, I've I've been up there. I've been to one of those. There's.
1: Yeah, but it was a, it was a sad day when that Technics finally died. And That was I think in when we were in the old house. Yeah, that looks familiar too. Actually, I've I've definitely had some friends who maybe had that one. Um I th- and and it, I think and it was the kind actually, of you know, this is actually a nicer version, but
0: that it looked like that when you turned it
1: on. I'm so bad. At, I want to keep, a, you know, like I still have that turntable, even though I think it's broken. Um, my <laughs> wife was like, you "No, know, you have to get rid of that thing. It doesn't work anymore. That you turn the knob and it doesn't. The volume doesn't change." Um, oh. And and so she 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 took a picture of me with it in someplace. I have a, I have a picture of me like holding it that's up and looking really, really sad. That's really funny. That's really funny. <laughs> and then we get rid of it. I still have one of the speakers sitting around that we just, that we haven't gotten rid of because uh, like the trash, (laughs) our trash is usually too full to get rid of it, it. but it's too, it's too, it's too damaged. Uh, Plus the other ones, the other one got like, like punctured and, and we don't even have the other one anymore. You know, my brother, the Radio Shack brother, he
0: could, he could fix speakers. Like I gave him, I can't remember what I gave him and he fixed it. It was like a, uh, I think it was a infinity, center channel and one of the cones had split like separated from the um mm-hmm. the little expansion part of the woofer or the speaker that like moves the vibrational part he freaking like got a new he tried to glue it first with some sort of special adhesive you know acoustically transparent uh, adhesive and then uh that didn't work so we bought a new speaker did all the soldering like he's he's a badass he could he you know it, yeah. it was good that he worked at uh Radio Shack is—he, <laughs> you know—he knew all the stuff. He knew everything. Like
1: that was the time. That was the time to work there too. Oh, totally. Like yeah, we had yeah, so much I mean, Seventies, eighties would be like key years to work there.
0: CB radio. I I helped him do, and he, you know the the justification was that I helped him do inventory, which is a pain. In, think about it for a second. All those little hangy resistors and capacitors, all that's got to be cataloged by hand every month. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. Bam. Yeah. Yeah. I helped with that. Not every month, but I helped a lot. And so I I would, that was kind of how he was like, okay, I mean, he wouldn't like, it wasn't like he was giving me special prices, but he would just tell me when things came in. He's like, okay, I'm going to put this mm-hmm. out on sale. So let me know if you want it. And, you know, that's how I got my system. Like, that's how I built my system. But the EQ, man, the graphic EQ, that sucker added so much awesomeness to my cheap, my totally shitty little stereo. And I remember doing like A, B, like you turn it on, and turn it off. Like you had the tape monitor thing. You can like, it was some crazy way you had to wire it. And I remember in my college room, my last place that I lived as a single person in college, they were like, what is this piece of shit? And I'm like, okay, I've never turned this up for you. So here we go. And I put on like <laughs> red hot chili peppers, mother's milk or something. and like, you know, it was awesome. <laughs> Graphic EQ. I think it added like right. another.
1: And it was, it. There was that, there was that famous Memorex ad. And that was like, that was what everybody wanted.
0: You mean the Maxell? That's
1: how everybody, that's how everybody envisioned themselves. That was the, that was the, uh, the nirvana right then. You're sitting there in your chair right in front of your speaker and the the speaker is playing so loudly that it's blowing your scarf and your martini Mm -hmm. backwards. Yes.
0: Yeah. And your Porsche keys off the thing. (laughs) But yes. And uh, it's Maxell.
1: Oh, it's Maxell. You're right. Maxell. Yeah is it yeah. live
0: or is it memorex that was their thing but uh, that
1: was yeah right, right
0: oh god this is like my a,
1: apologies to the maxel corporation
0: so nerdy right now i'm so kicking <laughs> out on all this stuff i'm like on a google search for vintage receivers and it is just
2: wow yeah
0: yeah there's but something that, about yeah. it man turn those knobs and like dialing it in for the room
1: oh yeah yeah <sighs> it's yeah there's definitely i mean there's a there's a vis- visceral feel to it that's been lost when you know i mean now that you have it's nice that you know it's it's better it's better in so many ways to have right. all that stuff at your at your fingertips and to be able to jump you know like just instantly play practically any song that you've ever heard of it. i mean you know so i was yeah. i watched that trailer and i thought oh my god i want to listen to huey lewis and someplace i have you know i have some digital huey lewis music um, but I I didn't know where it was at the time, and all I did was just pull up Apple Music and type in Huey, and that was it.
0: Boom! Yeah, pain in the ass to try and yeah try and find it. Um, okay, so I think we've
1: (laughs) shot the wad on. (laughs) Was your dad um into? Oh yeah. I mean, what was what was the situation with your dad in terms of audio stuff? So, my dad.
0: Here's the thing: they didn't own a lot of albums. They had six kids. And so it was like if they bought an album, it was a big deal. And when my mom started her business, they started being able to, uh, and and kids moving out and getting married and stuff, they started to have some disposable income. And so my mom went through this whole thing with like Bob James and like Spyro Gyra and all this stuff, and like super like wow. soft hits, yeah. Before they got like super experimental or whatever. But anyway, um, so my my dad though he was an electrician's mate in the Naval Reserve, so he oh. could do. You know, he was—he had a, an aptitude for fixing electric stuff. And so he had purchased a Heathkit tube amplifier. That was awesome. It weighed about 7,000 pounds, and you had to tur- wait for the tubes to warm up, and it was, it was amazing. It was really nice. But the tubes got really hard to find in our little town. And so, you know, he built that himself. So Heathkit, you would buy the kit, Build the build it. You had to solder it yourself, and if you screwed up, you screwed up. That's it. Like, but that was the thing, though. It was was like a hobby that you did. Was you built stuff like stereos? So Mm -hmm. we had a receiver and a tuner, and he built that too. All the parts and he put it together. So he was kind of nerdy. And then, um, in the seventies, I think it was right before my brother started working at Radio Shack. My mom had some money. It was like, go. We had a stereo shop in town called House of Sound. (laughs) <laughs> i used to go in there all the time i love that store and that was that was uh that was a big day when the heath kit was taken to the garage that was a sad day oh yeah but it was unreliable and that we just couldn't right. get replacement tubes yeah yeah so, so my dad was into it and that's how i think i got that too And i think my oldest definitely has it too she's t- she's totally a okay. geek
1: i mean i, I think my my dad would pay attention to it a you know, like when it was time to go buy something, but then he would ignore it for, you know, 25 years. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Um and we originally had, you know, the, the first thing that I remember was one of those giant cabinet things. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. That was a huge that was a huge piece of furniture that had the speakers in it and it had yep. those straight 60s legs. And you mm-hmm. lifted up the the wood top, and the turntable was in there. And then you yeah. you know you, you put the record in, and um, and then later we got this kind of interesting set. Was I think I've talked about before, but it was um, it had speakers that you could move to different rooms that were wireless. Whoa, um, yeah, they were what? they were mono, they were mono speakers, but you could. It was like emitting. <laughs> we probably all got cancer because, but <laughs> but it was emitting some kind of. And it was, you know, it was like it looked. It was purchased in the seventies, and it it was probably pretty advanced for the that time. Yeah, because you know, like like I said, he, he would drop in and like then and do all the research and figure out what the thing was, was that he exactly wanted and get it. I mean, the sound wasn't the sound wasn't incredible, but it had you know it had its own it had separate speakers, and um it was there was. I don't think there was a tape deck in it, but there was, mm. um, uh, there was a radio and a, uh, and a turntable and you could take, it had, we had, it had speakers that were in the den, like the, like where the stereo was sitting. And then it had these two other portable speakers that you could take anywhere within range. Wow. and, um, and a famous, famous instance, which I think I mentioned once was that my brother had a date over when my parents were out. And he went up to his room with the date and took the speaker up there, and they were playing like Led Zeppelin or something like that. And okay. my brother and I, my brother and I were down, my other brother and I were downstairs, and we put we put the Jungle Book <laughs> on top of the stack of oh yeah of yeah. it was going to drop, that were there. Oh. yeah yeah. And so finally it drops, and then and there's just like this this like. And then Mowgli. <laughs> <laughs> and so they're just, making out or whatever. The yeah, they're upstairs making out. You hear the door open. You know, like fly open and he runs down the stairs. We just took off. <laughs> like we just awesome. ran outside and never, never saw him.
0: <laughs> Did you have to pay a price for that later?
1: no we, I, I don't think so i don't i don't you know because what, what he couldn't do anything right i mean he wasn't supposed to my right. parents weren't there and it wasn't exactly like he was going to tell them that i was upstairs making out with this girl mm-hmm. um so you know so it was uh we were we were basically protected by the system perfect
0: <laughs> perfect that's a great
2: story
1: <laughs> oh those were the days i bet that was an rf i bet it was
0: or uh yeah it was probably an r like a radio frequency of some kind yeah and then you yeah. just tune it in right. and that's cool yeah. and that's really cool yeah all right well uh so
1: kids they're great <laughs> <laughs> so i mean so what, what do your kids listen to on apple music so uh just my oldest we, well, my, my, yeah
0: my my youngest uh basically asked me to play her stuff and so when back when i first separated from their mother i jumped onto spotify pretty hard or rdo i kind of did a, a test of both and i was just listening to all kinds of music that was brand new to me you know stuff i'd wanted to listen to but didn't or um i just wanted to f- fill my life with good music and not listen to like really depressing stuff so i was on this quest to just find new music and uh i used that as my you know radio and so i made these playlists every month and my youngest remembers for some reason like may of 2013 that's the one that's the one that she remembers so i'll play mm-hmm songs from that which includes like uh daft punk uh came out with their random access album yeah and uh that there's a few couple songs there i played her some other songs from daft punk and she wants so she likes a couple of those um and but my oldest she's got an eclectic taste so i've introduced her she (laughs) she didn't know about billy joel as a piano player i think that's kind of an important person to know about so i we walk. We walked through some songs uh, mm-hmm. with Billy Joel, but um, she likes the Cars. She yeah. likes kind of big nice. music. So like, uh, "Can't Always Get What You Want" by the Rolling Stones. Um, Jeez. And what else did I play for her that she loved? What was? Oh shoot! There's another big song that's like a, oh oh, uh, "Miss You" by the, by the Rolling Stones. That kind of sexy disco-ish. Mm-hmm. I think it's off some girls. Anyway, so I'm trying yeah. to get her, you know, like a, a well-rounded musical history. I haven't pushed too hard. I haven't. We haven't gone into the Tom Waits section of the story yet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and the some of the Bob <laughs> that seems that, yeah talents. that
1: seems advanced. Yeah, yeah Hank's, so. Hank's tastes are yeah. I mean, he's he really avoided music for a long time, and now is kind of getting into it at least a little bit, and he likes jonathan colton um Ah, and he also likes green day but i think mostly just because he knows that they have swear words in their songs (laughs) so perfect so so that's okay um and he kind of professes an an interest in um metal because he knows that uh, my wife and i are are not metalheads so Uh, i think he you know you know his that's his his inclination is always to try and whatever yeah um, annoy us <laughs> that's so the thing he wants to listen to things that he thinks that we don't like that's the thing is, I, the age that's so funny because you know
0: my girlfriend and i have this inclination like here's the clash and here's the talking heads and the kids could give a shit they're like whatever i want to listen to taylor swift or whoever you know like right they don't have the relationship with they you know the the way you identified yourself was by your music. That was a key sort of social identifier was what music you like. Oh, yeah, definitely. That was like an icebreaker and, you know... God forbid you like the wrong thing. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> it's just, I don't know. I think it's still like that. But I think, I don't think my kids have hit the age yet where that's, I think that's going to start happening. You're mm-hmm. actually probably this year for you, I would bet. Yeah,
1: yeah, I think it's... I, and I seem to remember that. that's, that's about when it happened to me, too. I remember it because I was thinking the first... The first album I think I bought was The Knack. <laughs> oh my god, that's awesome! Yeah, that's a great first. Album. Yeah, and I think I even I, back then I you know my brothers probably both had stereos, uh, but I I had that you know just like the the that portable turntable thing mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. that everybody had one the the thing that it was like a bull briefcase. Yep. Yeah, and I remember listening to it on that. Um, oh my god! And that's so great. And then I think the second album I got. Oh no! Wait, wait, wait! No, a Beach Boys. There was a Beach Boys album that I bought first. Whoa. That was the first thing I bought. The Beach Boys. Then I bought the Knack, and then I bought um, Graham Parker um, squeezing out sparks. Which oh is my a great god! Album. A terrific album. That's a um, nice. What was you your? Know, f- you know the Beach, Beach boys, boys is you know that's. Uh, it wasn't I Pet forget, Sounds, was it? I forget. I'd have to. I'd have to look. I'd have to pull up the, the old itunes and <laughs> pro tip. i might recognize i would probably recognize the um the cover Oops. it's like pet sounds is green i think with like uh
0: and by the way if you're a beach boys fan pro tip go to apple music and listen to the smile sessions uh box set there is a whole series like 20 like they, they do a bunch of different songs and they walk you through how they were made so you hear all like just outtakes from sessions like hey try this organ sound okay everybody like no loosen it up play it like this you hear brian talking and, and talking uh, to the session players to everybody and it's amazing oh really because you hear the song come together and it took him like three months to do goodbye oh, cool! and when you listen to that song you don't realize just how much stuff is going on until you you've listened to this you know 20 song or 20 track thing that just you know like a minute here a minute there six minutes here seven minutes there you Mm -hmm. just go down and it's like whoa there is so much happening on that on that track that one song it is out of control and it like even now i have goosebumps talking about it because it was so
1: incredible (laughs) but that's i don't see it i don't see it i feel like it was like a greatest hits though um Um, yeah i see that was my first like i mean it was just like a like a like a collection of something, but because I don't see the the album cover, I don't recognize these album covers. I mean, I've seen these some of these album covers, but um <laughs> I don't I don't see the one that I had. Bummer on I, on iTunes. Um, yeah, but those other t- those other two, quite good. And now the kids they don't buy they don't buy the albums.
0: No, nope. they just buy songs. There is. I saw this thing about vinyl coming back though. That there's like uh, a big push for vinyl, uh, mostly from our generation yeah we're willing to pay 20 bucks for a piece of vinyl and <laughs> um go through the house well, that's about
1: what with inflation that's probably about what it was yeah i, I buy I, it all buy it all over again
0: i never bought an album my goal was never to pay more than 10 bucks for an album so the used vinyl yeah. stores that was huge love that
1: yeah yeah
0: man anyway music
1: we're so old Good thing Lex doesn't have to see us being this old Oh God, he doesn't listen to the show anyway, so we're
0: fine <laughs> um, will never. so are you are you going back in time or are you stuck in time? <laughs> His his cameo in that movie was pretty funny though.
1: Oh, I forget what is, what, what is his cameo.
0: So Huey Lewis, they have the auditions for the dance to for the band to, the, yeah. in the Modern Times, right? Right. And Huey Lewis oh, in mo- oh okay, right. Oh, yeah. He's sitting in the gymnasium or whatever, and they play, and he's like, they cut him off. They they don't even let him get more than a few bars in. He's like, I'm sorry, you're just too loud, and he says it through a megaphone it's awesome he's got like old guy uh, so he's like the music
1: he's like the music teacher or whatever yeah right okay
0: i'm sorry you're just too loud you're just too loud (laughs) brilliant it's one of the i gotta i gotta go
1: find i gotta go find that um that ticket stub i gotta go find that ticket stub i've gotta have it
0: this show is such a rat hole
1: yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. I important
0: information. So uh, I, there's no okay. way we could push this to uh, you, to Gruber lengths. By the way, your appearance on that show was spectacular. That was a, an amazing you. endurance. I had
1: a, actually, I really had a good time on that episode. I I had something to say, and there was a lot of stuff to talk about for the upcoming event. So it was it was fun.
0: And your piece on Apple Watch faces was great. You know, smart watch faces was brilliant. Also, it was good to see oh, you. You know, smart. on very nice. Do that. Cool. <laughs> nice piece. <laughs>
1: I had that yeah I was that was building for a while so if I finally was able to pull the trigger and yes. good good timing too yeah excellent
0: timing also um yeah just for the uninitiated that's a 2 hour and 40 minute episode <laughs> <laughs> it's the Kensaiko one
1: and I as, I as I I was I was tweeting with Amy Jane on the, <laughs> <laughs> as we were as we were recording and I sent her a a clip of the a screenshot of the of john asking me to be on the show he's like he's like hey you want to be on the on the show this week um you know before the event um I, he's like it's like i it'll be a real short one i promise <laughs> oh my god And i don't think he was being sarcastic i think he was just thinking that he had a lot to do this week and so he wanted Busy, to keep it uh, keep it short <laughs> keep it short and uh that's awesome yeah <laughs>